Hello to all of you unconventional conventionists out there. Welcome to Rocky Talkie, a show about anything and everything related to Rocky Horror. I'm Aaron. I'm John. And I'm Nikki. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Oh, shit. Where yep. have I been? Whatever. <laughs> How was your week, guys? It was probably like a totally like chill, relaxing week with nothing going on. Just... Yeah. Just y'all and 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 yours, just vibing. Yeah, right? I can barely remember what happened. It was, oh my god, it was so boring. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. It was Halloween, and the entire week retrospectively feels like one long, throbbing day. A very, very, very long pulsating veiny throbbing day we are fucking beat guys i know all our listeners are fucking beat too and like we are all still collectively recovering from halloween 2021 madness oh my god (sighs) that was a legit that was a legit yawn too (laughs) And instead of a regular episode, we're going to do what everyone in our community is doing this week. Masturbating furiously. That Sleeping? and also, wait, hold on. It's no, not November, John. Let's calm down. <laughs> oh. We're going to regale you all and each other with all the crazy shit that went down for each of us. So, John, why don't you get us started? Let's hear about your week of Halloween madness. I think you had a bunch of extra non-Rocky shit going on, too, right? Yeah, because I'm the only one out of the three of us with a fucking life, clearly. Truth. I'm unemployed. (laughs) So, my week was... I, I actually do not know how I survived this week. It was an absolute nightmare, but kind of in a good way. Like, you know, like a sexy nightmare, I guess. You know, you ever have a sexy nightmare? No. No, just me. All right, cool. All right, so my Halloween weekend actually started the weekend before Halloween, which was my first show as part of NYC's Rocky shows. We had another performance at the Skyline Drive-In in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Lovely area. This was the third time that we had performed there. The first time was a drive-in show. The second time we got rained out. I still kind of count it because we all showed up there and we were all fully prepared to perform in the rain with our low umbrellas, but it just got too, too rainy. And then the third time, which was this show. So we were at a completely different screen and it was way better at this screen that we were at. We were like right next to the bathrooms, which was really cool. It was a very like closed off screen. They had a bunch of seating in front and then the cars sat behind and then we had, you know, our little makeshift stage. So that show went, in my opinion, way better than the first one that we did there. I think that they had learned that we were not fit for the screen that they originally had us at. So this new screen was just way better. We also had our own little changing area. We had a little greenhouse that was right next to it. And we also had one of our cast members, Kristen, parked our car right up next to the screen. So if we needed to, we could change behind there. It was a really good show. I played a role in which I have not played in a very, very long time. I played Columbia that night because we had no Columbias who were available for that show. And you wanted to. I d- I'll be honest, Columbia is way more fun to perform when you are performing her in a costume that fits you. Because mm. <laughs> like the three or the three or four times that I played Columbia, I was like squeezing into a really uncomfortable costume. So Columbia is way fun. 
when you have a costume that fits you. I feel like that goes for every character, but I had a really, really hard time accepting that I was going to eventually have to play Columbia because I had this premonition that I didn't like playing her, but she's fun. She's fun, and I really like how she's just not in at least half of the show. Right in the the middle of the movie, she just doesn't show up until Tasha, and I think that that is great. Who was your Eddie? It's me, Eddie. (laughs) It was you too? Yeah, so Aaron was my Eddie. That's so funny. It was really funny because both Aaron and I were severely out of practice. So during <sighs> so during Hoppatuti, there was at one point where <laughs> when Aaron went down and he had to get back up and he couldn't get back up. So oh I had God. to like <laughs> I had to brace myself so he could use me as a step stool to get off the ground. I was like a little turtle on my back <laughs> and like I, I get up and I get my feet under me and I like start to stand up and I just they buckle. They just collapse underneath me and I look at John, I'm like and the fear in my eyes of just like I may not be able to get back up. What do I do, John? Yeah, he, <laughs> he's just he, like... he did get back up. It was fantastic. However, Ooh. if he was not going to get back up, I was going to take the Eddie jacket off of him and then play Eddie for the rest of the show. And then I was going to have him lie on the ground as Columbia does until I got back and then we were going to finish that way. I had it planned, but he got up and the show was fantastic. Whew. So then the weekend passed, and then I had a show at Our Wicked Lady in Brooklyn. It's a bar, and they are, like, our best friends now. They are super cool. We had such a great time performing with them on their rooftop. Also, during a rainstorm, which was really cool, they had, like, clear tents that surrounded, like, half of their rooftop. And during There's a Light, it was, like, raining and thundering and stuff. It was really cool. I played Columbia again. But this time, the Eddie that I had was one of our newer cast members, Stella, who is approximately four feet, 10 inches. Oh, no. I am probably about five foot 11, six feet in my Columbia heels. So that was hysterical. I picked her up and swung her around. You did reverse lift. Yeah. Yay. Um, I love reverse lift. Yeah, it it was a good time. That show was really fun because... It was definitely a show where we didn't really care too much about the accuracy of the show. We really cared more about entertaining the audience because it was very close quarters and we didn't really have a lot of room to work with with the show. So it was a lot of overacting as much as humanly possible. So the show for that was really fun. I had a great time with that one. It was also really entertaining because it was one of the first times that I was actually able to perform with Adam, who is one of my best friends and roommate. Because his time on Rocky and my time on Rocky didn't really sync up that much. I saw him perform a lot, but I didn't actually really get to perform with him a lot. So this was one of the first times I was actually really able to perform with Adam, who is now back full time on our cast. And he was Frank, and it was one of the first times I got to see and perform with him. So that was a really, really fun time. Uh, After the show, we went downstairs and we got some chicken because they had their own chicken vendor there called Thick Filet. And it was, it was delicious. So good. The bar loved us so much. They they basically comped our entire cast drinks for the entire evening. So everyone was absolutely obliterated. And we did karaoke for a while. That was so much fun. Yeah, they were really cool. And they already want us back. So we're going to be performing with them again this coming Monday. If anybody is in the New York City area, we will be back there at Our Wicked Lady doing another show. Same thing. The tickets are already sold out, though, so you're going to have to get there really, really early to get cash-only 
standby tickets. It's a really cool venue. Even if you don't go for us, just check out our Wicked Lady in general. I'm not really a fan of bars, but their vibe is just top tier. Did that show. On top of all this, by the way, everyone, I'm working full time, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. So I'm doing all of that. Uh, originally, I was supposed to, I was scheduled to play Eddie and Dr. Scott for a private show that we had, but somebody got the date wrong and I was not able to perform there because I ended up flying to St. Louis, Missouri to go see a one of my favorite bands perform. Uh, it's a band called Ludo, for anyone who may or may not know them. They had moderate success in the early 2010s with the song called Love Me Dead, and then they fell off the face of the earth. They do one show a year. It is in St. Louis, which is where they are from, and it's always on Halloween weekend. And I'm not going to front with y'all. They were probably one of the best bands I've ever seen live. My friend and I agreed that we would be going every single year. Don't worry, Meg. Don't worry. Sometimes it happens the weekend after Halloween, so everything will be okay. But most of the time, <laughs> it happens the weekend of Halloween, so I'm probably going to fly out there to go see those shows and not be available for half of our shows. But anyway, that was really cool. We didn't sleep at all because, obviously, we were only in St. Louis for like 24, 48 hours. So then I landed Sunday morning, and then we had a show at our old stomping grounds, the Sinapolis Theater in Chelsea. In which I played the same character that I have played every year for the past five years. And I hope that that's a regular thing that keeps happening because he's my favorite character. So I got to play Riff on Halloween yet again. You're such a hot Riff. Oh, my God. Sorry. I, no, please tell riff me. Riff Raff, sorry. Riff Raff, sorry. Riff Raff, sorry. Riff Raff. <laughs> so I got to play Daddy Riff for the fifth year in a row. Well, technically fifth year in a row because... You know, we didn't have Halloween last year, but Riff is my favorite character. I love playing him so much. I feel so hot when I play Riff, despite the fact that I tried to make myself as hideous as possible. But clearly, as you all just heard, Nikki, it does not work. <laughs> so I got to play Riff on Halloween. It was a great time. I had such a fantastic time finally being back in our old theater. My schedule, because I flew in. And finally got back to my apartment Sunday morning at like 8.30 in the morning. I woke up at like 5 p.m. on Halloween, got to the theater, performed. My schedule is still fucked up. I'm Mood. so tired. I'm so tired <laughs> because of working and doing all these Rocky shows. And we, I didn't even – I wasn't even in many of the Rocky shows. I had like – there were people on our cast who were at like almost every single one of them, if not every single one of them. So I feel fortunate, but I also had the added – flying halfway across the country to see a concert and also still working full time. I didn't take a single day off this week. It was a wild ride, but I'm happy that we were able to get back into some semblance of performances. And there's a lot of really cool things that are cooking up with NYC right now. We've got a lot of regular performance spaces that are coming back up. We have a new theater that we're going to be working with. There's so much in store for us that has happened because of Halloween, and I cannot wait to see where NYC goes as a result of it. But uh, enough about me. <sighs> wow, is that is is that how you fucking feel? No, I woke up six minutes ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like that. What about you, Nikki? Aside from waking up six minutes ago, what did your cast you know get up to? It was honestly incredible. This was the best Halloween I have ever had uh, in my experiences on cast. Clearly, like, there's only been three of them, and one of them was in a pandemic, so it's not like a big measure. But it was awesome. Um, we did eight shows, and we sold out six of them. 
Uh, and we think we did like Rocky to roughly 1,300 people, which I just think is so swag. Yeah, that's a lot of people. And we still have a show. We still have one more show. So I'm really excited for that. We have a show this Friday. It's called Halloween Last Call. Uh, and it's our last Halloween show. It's going to be so cool. I really had like the best time ever. And we were so lucky to perform with such exciting venues. We did a show at The Brook, which is like a historic theater in Boundbrook, New Jersey. It's like a real theater. It's not a movie theater. Uh, and there's a sexy ghost there. So most of my time off stage was spent running around trying to fuck the ghost. I really enjoyed that. And I actually had, well, I mean, it's not really the privilege. It's more the misfortune for them. But the privilege for me, uh, one of my, like, one of my closest friends joined our cast at our second Halloween show because we needed techs and they were coming to all the shows. So they joined as a tech. And I just thought that's pretty cool for me. I'm really enjoying myself having Joey on cast. So shout out to Joey. Shout out to Joey. I'm so happy you're on cast. Can't wait for you to start performing. And then we can hold hands and kiss. This Halloween season, we were so privileged to do such incredible shows. We did two shows at Rutgers, fully sold out. They were insane. The Rutgers crowds always come through with just like the best energy and the best vibes. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I feel like we all know like the feeling of slowly anticipating your cast list for Halloween and being like, am I going to get good casting? But before our Halloween cast lists came out, I said, I don't care what I get. I don't care. I'll play the worst roles. I won't perform at all as long as I at least get a Janet or a Rocky at one of the Rutgers shows. The first record show I played Rocky and the second record show I played Janet. So I literally have no reason to ever be sad again. Here's the secret to that, Nikki. Let me tell you. Yeah. Have you tried banging the person who makes the cast list? You know, I just don't think that that's a good idea, Aaron. Huh. That worked for you because you put a ring on it. Mm. Um, that is, I don't recommend that to anybody in the community. Don't sleep with your director. I actually have a better solution. Sleep with me. I mean, sleep with John, obviously, you know, we've all been there, but dedicate some time to just like perfecting your role and then your director will see that you're an asset and then and they'll then cast sleep you. With you. Oh, yeah. It sounds a lot easier to just, you know, put a ring on it. You know, I like to do things. Yeah, correct. you do. Okay, John, John. <laughs> I like how she's mad at you. I don't know. I, I need to be mad at somebody, and John's just easier to be mad at than you, Aaron. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely attractive and a man. Aaron's hey. a man. Aaron's a man, but I don't have any. Wow, money. fuck you both. Have you seen the pictures of Aaron as Jimmy Harper? No, no, no. I'm not saying that Aaron isn't hot. I'm saying that Aaron's primary asset is money. And it is a lot easier to be mad at wow. somebody who does I not have money. I thought you were going to say his brain. Wow. Like, yeah, he is a genius. Money? <laughs> Shots fucking fired. All right. Aaron, I think you are very handsome and also very smart and also very rich. Can I borrow $20? No. All you right. don't stay rich by loaning people $20. <laughs> Sorry, that was my bad. Um, but yeah, my Halloween was so lucky. We were so blessed to have such a great Halloween. Uh, and I cannot wait. For tomorrow, Halloween last call, because we're doing our annual worst costume contest, and I have a very, very funny costume planned with my friends, which I will post on Instagram tomorrow. 
And I just can't wait. It's going to be such a good show. Who are you playing? I'm playing Rocky. One thing that I did over Halloween weekend, or I mean, it wasn't Halloween weekend. One thing I did over Halloween season that I am so excited about was I fulfilled one of my biggest dreams in Rocky Horror ever. Um, For context, I joined Rocky, like I joined my cast in November, but I was at every single Halloween show because I was dating a cast member. So I was just kind of like seeing all of the things happen and I was just... I was so full of excitement and everyone was like, oh, your first Halloween's horrible. I was loving it. I was like, I want to be stressed. I want to throw up. I want to cry. I want to do it all. But I had this fantasy that I've never been able to fill in the three years that I've been on cast. And finally, this year, my dream came to fruition. And it was so perfect because I did it with my best friend uh, on Saturday Halloween. I was Trixie. And I opened the show in my cute little sweater and my cute little leggings and my little socks. And I danced and I didn't take off an, a piece of clothing. And the audience was a bunch of like people that come to Rocky Horror once a year. So they were yelling like, take it off, take it off. Uh, and at the second verse, I sat on the stage and I took a phone call. And nobody knew what the fuck was going on. And I was dancing down the aisle. And then right at like the climax of the verse for the chorus to come in, I turned around and my best friend David was standing behind me dressed as Ghostface and he killed me. And then he took over my Trixie and started stripping. And it was just like, oh my God, there's a video on YouTube. I can drop the link. But I feel like I really looked like Drew Barrymore. Like I got the costume down and I just made it out of my closet. So I was really proud of myself. And it was just like, it was so incredible. I have dreamt of this and it's finally happened. And I I can't stop watching the video because it just makes me so happy. Nikki, I hope you know that I actually talked about that with Chloe. I hung out with Chloe after our Halloween show. And she was saying that next year she wants to do one of the Halloween shows as like a Michael, like a sexy Michael Myers Trixie. And it reminded me of your you and David scream things. So I told them about it and they were like, that is the greatest idea I've ever heard. And I was like, honestly, I don't think anybody can top a Halloween Trixie with that. Yeah. Oh my God. It was no, it was incredible. And I thought that mine was genius two years ago. And then I saw that and I was like, ah, oh, damn it. I'm going to have to think of something better, but I really don't think anybody can do anything better than that. It made me so happy. If you guys want to check it out, we'll post it in our show notes, but it was, you know, one thing that made me really happy about it. And this sounds so silly, but like I don't like obviously I can't speak for other casts, but for mine for a while Trixie was like strictly femme presenting people in just like like girly lingerie and boobies and butts. I love that. But my best friend David joined cast and he said like from day one that he wanted to Trixie and I I was an ass. I was like I don't really think like guys like you can Trixie because I didn't know. Um, but he was like, no, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to do it. And then he did. Like, he's he's one of our most common Trixies. He's such a good Trixie. And I loved, like, the switch of, like, me getting on stage and you thinking that I was going to be the one stripping and I you're going to see, like, a, a girl in, in scantily clad lingerie. I was wearing granny panties and, like, a t-shirt bra. <laughs> like, I was not wearing – and I didn't take off any articles of clothing. And then David comes out in his fucking tearaway pants uh, and his hot shorts. Like it was just so, I I loved it so much. It made me so happy. But yeah, I will never stop talking about this. Please go to the link in our show notes, check it out and then text me how attracted you are to me and David. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Oh my God. I'm such a sucker for high concept Trixie. Uh Uh-huh. Me too. Oh yes. More of that. 
But yeah, that was it. That was my Halloween. It's so good and I can't wait for more. But what about you, Aaron? I feel like you probably went to the most shows out of anybody. Period. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, I did go to a lot. So yeah, I was uh, I was at the Skyline Drive-In show. I was at the Our Wicked Lady show. I was at a Players Club show. I was at the Standard Hotel show. Went to the Hard Rock Cafe show. And then on Halloween itself, our Sinopolis show. So let me run these down. You've already heard all about Skyline Drive-In from John. Uh, no, no, that no. Was hold fa- on, hold on, hold on. I need a number, Aaron. I need a number on how many shows you attended. Six. Fuck you. I attended eight. You win. I win. End of end, end of episode. All right, swag. Have a good show, guys. Have a good Halloween. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. So, like, I, I was at a ton of these. I was either performing or hosting for most of them. I got a reprieve on one of them. But, uh, yeah, so you guys already heard about the Skyline Drive-In show from John. That one was fantastic. Um, my biggest takeaway from that is just, like, how awesome it is to do Rocky with the New York City skyline behind you yeah. out in the open air and just like it's fucking gorgeous to look across the the water and see the Chrysler building lit up and like just you know everything it, it the view is amazing no better place to get like super cool looks you know and 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 just a fun venue entirely our Wicked Lady, John talked about that one as well. Love that venue. was super fun. Uh, I did riff for that one. And since it was a smaller space, it was super interesting to try and like bounce around. Also, boy, do I miss performing in a bar. Riff got to walk around all night with a beer can in his hand, uh, which <laughs> my apologies to screen accuracy, but fuck you don't care. It was so much fun. Also, that venue is just amazing the 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 staff there is great they hooked us up all night long and just uh yeah everybody had a good time there it was it was a real party even though it was a little weird man that stage though that stage is like two feet off the floor and there are no steps nope you gotta stretch to get on that yeah if if you thought there was a risk of me not getting up at skyline there is definitely a risk of me not getting up on that stage because uh let's see uh jump and roll i guess that's that's what we're going to be doing and then after that we had a players club show so this was actually not like a public show this was a private event uh that was booked by the players club in new york city for those of you not aware players club is a actors private club like for working broadway and stage and screen you know actors it's their own little clubhouse it's been around for over a hundred years uh it's a very very pretty historic building uh, in the heart of gramercy and like they have a a whole stage and like a, a a theater inside of it because of course they do because they're a theater club they hired the cast for that show through some connections that we knew uh from you know way back when on cast i didn't get to stay for the whole show uh i wasn't performing for that one honestly the bougiest most like not rocky kind of thing that you would ever think right like oh they're actors we're actors nah 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 they're real actors so like it was a bougie place it was very pretty but there was a lot of logistical concerns around it and a lot of stuff with that so uh it went very very well from everything i'm told meg was there uh running the show along with chloe one of our wonderful uh cast members but yeah that one went great and then the standard hotel show. Okay, let me tell you guys about this one because this is this is a really weird show. Uh, not like weird that it went poorly, just weird that it was in a weird venue. Like it went extremely well. So the standard is a hotel and they have an outside space that's like under a bunch of awnings, literally kind of just on the sidewalk of New York City. It, they've been doing movie nights. So they have a screen set up and they have a bunch of tables that are right adjacent to their restaurant that they have as part of the hotel. 
Well, they booked us to do a show, you know, on the Friday before Halloween that was going to be Rocky. And we get there and, okay, they don't quite know what's going on. Like, only the the guy who booked us really knew what was going on and he wasn't there yet. So we had to do a bunch of, like, shuffling around to figure out where we were going and all this. We ended up having to change kind of, like, in some hallways, you know, down by, like, where the staff entrances are and things. It worked out perfectly fine. Uh, but we're outside, and it's a little bit windy. It was raining that night, too, because, of course, you can't do an outside show unless it rains. And, like, there's heat lamps everywhere. So if you look at photos from that show, like, everything looks red, like solid red, because it's just heat lamps blaring down on everybody the whole time. There was very little space for us to perform, but, oh, my God, did that just mean that, like, we went into the audience like crazy? We were doing stuff on the tables, around the audience, just all over the place. Uh, it was a fantastic fantastic show the mess that was left from the prop bags that they 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 made the prop bags and they included like full decks of playing cards in these they included full rolls of toilet paper like an entire package of toast so there we walked out of there and it was just like a thousand person theater worth of prop bag crap on the floor from these like 120 you know people that came to see this thing rip to the custodial staff do y'all not clean the theater yourselves fuck no this is new york city that's insane i oh especially not venues that book us and then make their own prop bags yeah i mean if they made their own prop bags we probably wouldn't have to do it but like we clean up and i think it's more of just like a like the outside venues is more of a respect thing but our home theater i'm i'm sweeping <laughs> <laughs> Nah, we didn't have to do anything with that. I mean, I did grab a couple of, you know, prop bags for ourselves because uh, they had full rolls of toilet paper in them and we were out at home. But um, other than that, like, <laughs> it was, uh, the prop bags and stuff were fully sponsored by Patron, right? The tequila. Uh, so there was like blankets and hats and like a book in these prop bags. These were like like full like, oh, I went to a wedding and got a whole gift bag, you know, kind of kind of prop bags. They gave them away for free. It was free to go to this show, and they gave them away for free. It was absolutely insane, but the venue made a killing on drink sales. Like, you could just tell, based on just the absolute number of glasses that were sitting around after the show. It was it was a great show. Absolutely loved that venue. Rumor has it we might do another thing with them. That would be super cool, because uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. And then, the Saturday before Halloween... My favorite fucking show of the entire, like, probably the last several years, the Hard Rock Cafe in the middle of Time Fucking Square. Oh, man. You know how when you go to a convention and, like, you go to the big theater that they have for a convention and you're like, oh, there's, like special spaces for us to like prepare and there's a huge big stage and there's like a giant screen behind us and like the there's yeah the hard rack cafe like we had green rooms we had multiple green rooms just us they brought us food for for you know just just thank you for showing up I got to host that one. That was so much fun. I, I hosted that one and I did Dr. Scott for it. And getting to actually, this was probably the first time ever that I've got to fully do Dr. Scott's wheelchair run around the kick line during floor show. Like go all the way along the back and then all the way along the front and like be in the correct spot. And like, absolutely, I've never had enough space to actually do that. The venue was amazing. The audience was so into it. Also like, 
performing Rocky Horror in the middle of Times Square. Like, I know it's not Broadway, but, like, it is Broadway adjacent, literally. So... It was it was amazing. I absolutely loved that night. Um, the the cast was fantastic. Uh, we opened it up a little differently. Uh, Will, one of our uh, incredibly talented performers, uh, actually, we just handed him a hot mic and he sang science fiction double feature live on stage. Didn't know he was going to do it until like he asked for a mic, and we said, "Sure, why not?" Handed him a mic, and I mean, this guy's an opera singer. Like that's his real day job, so absolutely no risk handed him a mic. But oh my god, he just destroyed that fucking song. Like it was. Uh, I don't want to say it's better than what's in the movie, but it's the, better what's in the movie. We can all it say was it. Better. Yeah, it was better than what was in the movie. Uh, so that was a fantastic show. Like, I really hope we get to partner with them again, uh, because of course, why not? Like, <laughs> Rocky Horror in the middle of Times Square. What what's better than that, right? Um, and then after that, it was the Sinopolis show at our old stomping ground. Uh, like John told you about, it was a fun show. Uh, it was a little, uh, it was a little low key. We didn't have all of our our normal setup. You know, so we were in our, you know, old theater, but we didn't have all of the stuff that we had specifically curated for that theater. None of our props, none of our big lights. It was still fun. I only hosted that show, which was great. It was like a nice, you know, come down from the crazy, crazy Halloween weekend. uh, And I didn't have to, you know, get up and perform or anything for that. I was able to just run support and hang out. uh, And it was fun. It was a great show. I mean, we sold out every single one of these shows, uh, which was amazing. And yeah, we've got a bunch more lined up. I mean, like John had said, these were really kind of getting New York Rocky Horror back out there. And uh, as a result, we have a ton of stuff lined up for November into December. If anybody's coming to New York, you know where to find us. You know, you know how to hit us up. Uh, we would love to to show you what, what stuff we've got going on. Because there is so much. I'm so mad that I could not be at the Hard Rock show. It seemed like it was like the best show that NYC has had since Lincoln Center. And I wasn't on cast for the Lincoln Center show. So I was so mad. Like, I mean, granted, I was seeing one of my favorite bands. So, you know, you can only be so angry. But I remember like scrolling through and seeing all the Instagram stories and stuff from it. And I was like, man, this looks incredible. Yeah, I, I didn't get to, like, go see the Lincoln Center show uh, five years ago or six years ago, whenever that was. Might have even been longer than that. But I saw all the pictures. I heard all the stories. Everybody told me about, like, this This was legit. Probably the best show that I've done uh, with the New York cast in probably eight years, maybe, or so. Like, you know, I got to go a ways back. It, it, when, I, when I think about, like, oh, this is as good as a con show, it really is. It was so much fun just being in that venue, right? Being in the Hard Rock Cafe with, like, all of the rock and roll shit on the walls, right? You got you got Bruce Springsteen's boots over here, and you got you know, the guitar from Led Zeppelin over here, right? And, you know, having the audience happy, not only the audience, but, like, the staff happy to have us throwing shit around the Hard Rock Cafe, right, flinging toast all over the place, and let me tell you, they fucking cleaned that place up in, like, 30 minutes. It was a war zone by the time we were done. We went out, we grabbed dinner in the restaurant, we walked back in to pick up our stuff, spotless, absolutely spotless. They had already turned it over in like 30 minutes cleaned up all the like the confetti and the toast and the rice and the just everything that had been thrown all about the place amazing amazing work by those guys and like it was such a good show such a good show but as we all know the most important part of letting someone or something 
like Rocky pummel the shit out of you is aftercare. So my question to all of you guys, what are we doing now that Halloween's done? How are you guys decompressing? How are we going to get back into the regular swing of things? Well, uh, Halloween's not done for me just yet. So I still have one more show before I can start deep cleaning my wigs and restyling (laughs) everything and just hoping for the best. But we actually did this really wonderful thing the other night where a bunch of members of FNS came together uh, with like some leadership and stuff. And we just had like a little hangout where we talked about the history of FNS, like how we came to be and stuff like that, just so we could kind of like because we hired so many new people. And I mean, like, including like myself, like I joined cast three years ago and there's still so much I don't know about like the origin of my cast. So we just like came together and discussed like the lore of the cast. And like it was just really nice to see like where because like Ryan has so much like he has all the newsletters from the original days of FNS and like a lot of photos. So it was really nice to see where we started and then to see how far we've come. Um, Like they were talking about like our first show in Aberdeen was like. 20 people they left a flyer in like a liquor store and 20 people showed up and to think that like their first show in Aberdeen we did 20 people and now we just did 1500 we just booked the show with the house of independence like we sold out six shows in a row like it's just so crazy to like look at where you started and where you've come so that like put a lot of what we did this month into perspective and kind of reminded us like why we do it and and showed us our history and our legacy. And it was just so nice. Like, I think that's something that, like, I really recommend doing to any cast is, like, just look at where you started and look how far you've come and do it with the people that get you there, you know? It was just really nice. It was a really good bond. And we also just kind of, like, hung out, which was just such a – it was really good. After, like, the whole month that we've had, it was really nice to just, like, be with your people and be like, hey, how are you doing? How are you holding up? But, yeah, we're going to get through this show and then – Get back into normal first, third, and fifth Friday of every month, Rocky Horror. You know how it is. Yeah. You know, I said, you know, how are we going to de- decompress? I am I am personally decompressing with more fucking Rocky. There's just so much that, that came out of Halloween uh, for us up here in New York, and we just got to keep going. We just got to, you know, keep on going. Right now, my biggest priority is uh, cleaning up the mess that is in my living room. There is uh, the remains of make it over 500 prop bags that is sitting around in there. I have probably six or seven characters worth of costumes just strewn about everywhere, like hung up from being vodka sprayed right after shows, and they need to make their way back into a closet, a closet that probably needs to get reorganized because it's also been dug through multiple times over the weekend, Um, you know, and just everything that's coming out of it, it's, it's, so exciting. It's like that post-con momentum, the post-Halloween momentum. You just, uh, you feel like you want to keep going and you want to keep doing stuff. Uh, but it's it's definitely worth, you know, taking a breather and making sure that you don't get burned out and making sure that, like, you know, you uh, get all the checkpoints with everybody. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see what comes next. Must be nice for everyone being able to decompress. <laughs> I am currently not decompressing. I did not take a single day off of work. I went to all of these shows, and then I went to St. Louis, and then I did another show, and then I went right back to work. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., 
And even though NYC does not have any shows this weekend because we are still getting things organized, we have a show on Monday with Our Wicked Lady, which I believe I will be casted for, but I'm actually performing this weekend with the New Jersey cast Home of Happiness. They originally had asked me to perform at their annual graveyard show that they usually have before Halloween, but... It got canceled because of rain, so it is happening tomorrow. Me and Savannah are going out there and performing Magenta and Rocky with them because they're a little short-staffed right now. So if anyone is listening and you know of this graveyard show, if you end up going, you're going to see me and Savannah there. and We're going to be doing uh, Magenta and Rocky. It's going to be really fun. Is it in Montclair? I have no idea where it is. I'm literally getting off of the path. And they are picking me up and taking me to it and then dropping me off at the path. I don't know where it is. <laughs> oh, that should be awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it, even though it should be a day in which I am relaxing because I have not gotten to relax. You know, it'd be like that. Neither one of you are relaxing. You're just doing more Rocky shows. Yeah, oh, we're, do- yeah. we're just doing more Rocky shows. Uh, <laughs> I actually have um, an old NYC member who's staying with me for a couple days. Our friend Megan is in town, so... She's visiting, so she's staying with us for a few days. Savannah and I went to go see Freestyle Love Supreme last night after I got off of work. So, like, I'm not relaxing, and I am also still streaming every single night. So, I'm not relaxing. I'm not decompressing. I'm just compressing, I guess. <laughs> compressing. Thank you for getting it. And you know what else we're going to do to decompress this week? Making this episode a fun little shorty. We love you all, but after Halloween Madness, we just need a few more days to crash. That's right. I've got a hot date with a bottle of Malort and a bottle of NyQuil, if you haven't figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) And I've got a hot date with my Twitch viewers. No rest for this bitch, especially because the Animal Crossing 2.0 update just dropped, and your boy has to play some Happy Home Paradise on stream. Everybody. Follow me at Hi John of Dad. I'm going live 7.30 Eastern tonight. And follow us everywhere at Rocky Talkie Podcast. And visit our website, rockytalkiepodcast.com, to tell us about your crazy Halloween week. We'd love to share it on air. And we will talk to you all next week. For longer next time. We promise. Bye! Bye! Oh. All right, now we're all going to come together and we're going to do this as a group. We're going to watch Party My Trixie and then all three of you are going to hype me up, okay? Get ready. Is it regal? Regal? Regal. Okay, I don't fucking know words. I'm ending my last longer next time. I'm going to (laughs) eat. Me too.